Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I hope you are doing well today. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I am your host. So on today's episode, we're talking about opportunity, specifically finding opportunity within a crisis. So I'm going to share with you kind of a funny story. And really, it's one of those stories that happens in life that you're like, really, you can't even make this story up. Um, and, and it explains how opportunity can find you if you're looking for it. Okay, I'll tell you where opportunity comes from. And of course, I'm going to give you a challenge. Okay, so get ready. Um, This is one of those you don't necessarily have to take notes for, but you do need to be paying attention. Okay, enjoy. All right, so today we are talking about opportunity, specifically finding opportunity within a crisis. Okay, most people, what they do when there's um, a crisis or there's problems is that they don't see opportunity, right? They, they kind of get stuck in, in this is what's happening right now. This is my current problem, my current situation. Um, and they're only seeing the problems. Maybe they go into problem solving mode, but they don't typically go into that higher level of thinking, which is where's the opportunity here? right? So problem solving is one level of thinking, but finding an opportunity is a higher level. Okay, so that's really what we're talking about today. Especially as I'm recording this, we're still dealing with the COVID-19 crisis. And and it's becoming, you know, it depending on which area of the world you're living in, it may be a uh, medical or health crisis, it could be a family crisis, right? Because not everybody's is uh, affected in their family, but some some families are very affected by it, right? It can also be a financial crisis for you if you find yourself out of a job, right? Or you're a business owner and, you know, now you've got a leadership crisis because you've had to maybe lay off some employees and you've never had to do that before, right? And then, you know, we could get into, you know, all kinds of, of different variations of crisis, Right. And so as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you this morning, I really came on this idea of, yeah, but there's opportunity everywhere. And if you can train your eye to see the opportunity, then you can come out of the crisis uh, a much better person, a much better leader, um, and not only taking, you know, advantage of, of right now in the crisis, making things a little bit better, but when you come out of it, oh my gosh, you're going to be head over heels above other people. Okay. So I, I want to give you an example and it's a little bit funny. It's from several years ago, but I think it, it really highlights this idea of opportunity is everywhere. So I was told by several people, um, you know, Michelle, you live in a small town, which is, you know, fairly true. Um, and you really are not going to be able to build the kind of business that you're wanting to build. Um, and let's face it, sometimes uh, we can have some some pretty harsh weather that keeps people uh, inside. And, and then they just said things like, you know, you're, because you're a small town, there's not a lot of money there to be had, right? And at the time, the economy was not the greatest and no one was really investing in um, themselves, right? Their own personal or professional growth and development. And so I, I heard these things from people and I was like, wow, number one, you know, you guys are supposed to be my friends and my inner circle. So I had to reevaluate that. Right. Um, but number two, you know, really looking at like, is that true? And I had to really ask myself that question. Is that true? You see, if it's true, what they said, well, then I would have to stop my business. Right. 
but I, I had this inkling that it wasn't true. And so I just began to build my business anyway, right? So the funny story comes with, um, so it, I was going to put my youngest on the bus. And at the time she was probably, I don't know, six, right? So she was still relatively young. Um, and it was a cold day. It was in the middle of winter. And here where we live in, in, in Michigan, it, get, it can get pretty cold. It was icy, really icy out. Um, like we had to, to walk in certain parts of the driveway on the snow because it was so icy out. I think it was like minus 12 degrees Fahrenheit. It was that, that cold outside and it was early. So it's dark, right? I mean, not, not the best of circumstances, right? So I, I get my six-year-old on the bus, you know, tell her the three things I tell her every day, you know, um, make good choices, you know, find somebody to bless. This day is not about you. Get her on the bus. She's on the bus safely. She's going to do her thing. And I go back to go in the house to do whatever I was going to do for the day. And I begin walking down the driveway and all of a sudden I hit a patch of ice and I go down. I am like flat on my back. Now, I don't remember if I actually blacked out or not. I, I don't know how long I was there. Um, I was very happy that I had a, a really thick hat on, so it, it protected my head, right? So there I am, flat on my back, and all of a sudden I hear this rumbling of a truck, and then it stops. And I was like, what is that? And and all of a sudden this man comes up, and he, he says, uh, ma'am, are you okay? Are you okay? And I said, uh, I, th I think so. And he's like, come on here, I'll help you up. And so he's helping me up and I look around, and I realize, oh, this is our garbage man, right? He's the guy that comes through and he picks up our garbage every week. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And I was a little bit dazed and he's like, come on, I'll help you inside. I said, oh, thank you so much. So he helped me into the house and, and he's like, um, do you mind if I just stay here for a few minutes and make sure you're okay? I said, that would be lovely. Here, here, take a seat at the kitchen table, right? So here we are. And I'm like taking my stuff off, assessing, you know, how's my body doing, right? And, uh, and I ask him, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. So he begins to tell me his name, you know, that he lives in the area that he's been doing this job for, I think he said like 13 years. Um, and I said, are you always on this route? And he says, well, no, actually a buddy of mine was sick today. And so I took his route and I was like, oh, okay. So you've never been here before. He says, no. So, well, thank you so much. And so, so we begin to have this interaction. And at one point I looked at him, and I said, you know what, let, let me just stop you there. I said, thank you so much for your leadership today. And he got this look on his face, like what? And he said, uh, ma'am, I, I don't know if that fall, you know, you hit your head or something, but I'm not a leader. See, I'm just the guy who picks up your trash. I, I'm not the boss or anything. And I said, no, no, no. I want to thank you for your leadership because, and then I started to explain to him that leadership has nothing to do with whether you're the boss or not. And I said, see, you saw that there was a problem and you took the initiative. You could have easily just drove your truck by and said, huh, I wonder what's wrong with that girl, right? But you stopped. You saw that there was a problem. You took initiative. You did what it took to, to make sure that I was okay. I said, that's great leadership. And he kind of paused and he was thinking about it and he looked and he's like, you know what? You should be like a, a motivational speaker or something. <laughs> and I kind of chuckled and laughed and I said, well, you know, you know, interestingly enough, you know, and I told him a little bit about my business. 
Well, you know, so we said goodbye. I, I told him thank you a million times. And um, I gave him my card. I said, if you ever need anything, you know, here you go. And um, he got back in his truck and went on his route. And I had asked for his manager's information because I said, I, I, I want to call your manager because I, you know, I, I hope you don't get in trouble for stopping like this. And I want to report that. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, here you go. So later that day, just before I was going to call the manager, they called me and I was like, okay. And so immediately before, you know, we got on with the phone call, I said, Hey, listen, I just have to tell you, thank you so much for your leadership in allowing your people to do more than just pick up trash and, you know, kind of explain the situation. And I said, thank you so much. And, and, you know, it really tells me a lot about you as a leader that, that your people are able to do this. And, and so he was really impressed and, you know, he, he wanted to know more about the situation and I told him, and of course I, I, you know, thanked him as many times as I could. And he, here's the thing, guys, six weeks later, you know, the, when, when the weather was nicer and I found myself in a, a board meeting with this group, um, a larger company that actually kind of services out this, this service. And, and so I found myself in a board meeting, um, with about 15 leaders that serviced, I don't know, five, six different States. And I was doing leadership training for their group because of this conversation. So you see opportunity finds you everywhere. If you're looking for it, guys, it was, it was negative 12 degrees. It was dark. It was icy. I was flat on my back and this garbage man happened to be driving by. And because of this interaction, and I was just real with him, right? Because I, I had been focusing on myself and growing myself and growing my business, right? I saw the opportunity. Okay. So when people tell me they can't do this because of this or because of that or because of that, I think, okay, well, you're clearly not seeing the opportunity there, right? But you have to see it in order to take advantage of it. So my question to you today is, are you programmed to see opportunity or not? Okay. Are you programmed to see the opportunity or to see the problem? Now you could be seeing both of them, right? But which one do you take action on? So I have a one question test for you to kind of determine, you know, where are you going to go with this? Okay. So I'm going to ask you the question, but one thing I, I would like you to do is just to kind of pause and take a deep breath, right? Breathe in and breathe out. Okay. Now, if it's safe for you to do so, I want you to close your eyes. Okay. So if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Uh, I'm going to ask you this question and I want you to check in with yourself. It should be an immediate response. Okay. It's either going to be a yes or a no response. And whatever immediately comes to you, that's the answer to this question. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Is the world treating you well? Yes or no? Okay. No thinking about it. Yes or no. Now, one thing I can tell you is that if you answered yes, you are most likely seeing opportunities and you're probably growing from those as well. If you answered no, you might be seeing the problems, but you're probably not seeing the opportunities within them. 
And if you didn't follow direction and you answered maybe, <laughs> you you could you could maybe go either way, but most likely you're you're just not even to the to this level yet, okay? Now, the reason why I asked you to do that is because it's really important to understand yourself, right? Know thyself. Especially when it comes to this idea. So you got to work on that because opportunity is everywhere, but you'll never take advantage of it if you don't see it. Okay. All right. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope that got you really thinking about what is my relationship to this idea of seeing opportunity. So before I leave, I really want to reach out to those people who are in the education field, specifically education leaders. So you find yourself in a position such as, you know, maybe you're a principal, you're an administrator, you're, you're on the school board. Um, you are, you are specifically making decisions that impact teachers and students and the education system. Now, first of all, let me let me preface this with uh, for the month of April, we're only focusing on education leaders in the state of Michigan beyond April. Then we'll open up what I'm going to introduce to you um, to other people. I just want you to understand that for right now, because I I live in the state of Michigan, it's kind of self-serving, but I really want to focus on those leaders within this state. Okay. So within the current COVID-19 crisis, there's shifts in all kinds of things that are happening. And education is one of those, right? So we just found out yesterday that our governor announced that it's highly unlikely that children will go back to school um, for this year, which kind of in my head, I already knew, but it's not an official announcement, but we'll see. Okay. So the point of that is that there are um, decisions being made and oftentimes in a crisis, especially if you can't see opportunity, right? Or, you know, maybe you took that test and, and you didn't like the answer to it, right? When you're in a crisis, you, you have a hard time seeing the opportunity and making really good creative decisions, okay? So next week, I'm going to be launching, um, I guess you can call it a program. It's really, honestly, in my opinion, a ministry. Um, it's going to be called Leading Through Crisis. So what it is, um, John Maxwell, uh, my mentor and friend, uh, he did several videos last week in a virtual summit on his Facebook pages. Because I'm his business partner, he gave me those videos and what I'm going to do is put them into a course. It's going to be a four-week course. You basically get access to John's videos. Um, there's about seven hours of them. We're going to break it up into four different videos uh, of his teaching, right? So, so somebody who is a global teacher who has a very different perspective, he's going to be doing the teaching. And then once a week, we're going to get these education leaders from all around the state together on a Zoom call where we can kind of talk through what what were some of those um, highlights that you got from the video? Um, you know, how is that affecting your decision right now? And then connecting all of you together so that as you're making your decision, maybe you can talk to somebody who, you know, let's face it, you might never ever talk to because they're either in a different position or they're a different different place in the state. Okay. So there's going to be seven hours of John teaching, about four hours. I think we're going to limit to it to about 40 minutes of discussion because that's all we need, right? Um, and then when you sign up for this course, 
As an additional bonus, free on top of all of that, I'm going to give you about seven hours of my teaching, but it's very specific teaching, okay? So it's going to talk about um, stress in teachers. Where does it come from? How can you eliminate it, right? Um, there's a, an hour teaching on time management. So if you find that, you know, you're, you're working from home for the first time and you don't quite know how to do that, you, you can use that. Um, there's also information on there on how to... Uh, how to lead highly productive and effective remote teams, because right now that's a really big need, right? And so those resources as well, you can pass on to your teammates, okay? And then there's also, in addition, some information on how to problem solve well and what happens when you have confusion, right? So really those bonuses are, are meant to be given to you as, you know, you can, you can, of course, if you find extra time on your hands right now, you can look at that. Or, or you, if you have a team member that you know is struggling with this area or that one, you can send it to them, right? But ultimately what I would like you to do is if you want to be a part of this group, so I can only take so many, right? If you want to be a part of this group, get the seven hours of teaching from John, seven hours of bonus teaching from me, four hours of discussion and connection and networking with other educational leaders, specifically on crisis and opportunity. I need you to email me. So I want you to email me. I'll put this in the description as well, but Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at grow by one. So that's the number one grow by one.com. Email me and say, I want an invitation to the meeting. I'll know exactly what that means. And as soon as I get the Zooms all set up, I will send it to you. Okay. So I don't know exactly. I know we're going to do four different um, Zoom time meetings. So you'll have some options there. Um, we are working on the infrastructure to make sure that we're all set up for that this weekend. Um, so I don't necessarily have a link per se to send you to at the moment. But if you email me at michelle at growbyone.com, I will put you on the list. I'll make sure that you're in the group. Okay. Now, here's another thing that I want you to think about. Maybe you're not an educational leader, right? And you're still listening to this podcast. Do you know of an educational leader, right? Somebody that needs to be a part of that group. I need you to send them this podcast or at the very least, tell them what I told you and say, you need to connect with Michelle. Okay. Now, the reason why I'm doing this is because I, and again, it's a slightly self-serving because I have three, three children in, in the education right now. Um, but I would love for all of our education leaders to have um, the correct mindset to have uh, just to, to be aware, right? As they're making these really tough decisions, not only now, but in the future, I would like them to have the best mindset that they possibly can going into that. Now, listen, I'm not going to tell you what decision to make because I don't even know, right? That's not the purpose of this. The purpose of this is to get you ready to see those opportunities, to seize those opportunities, and to make not just, you know, lemonade out of out of lemons, but to really create something here in the future that's going to serve you and, and your people well, okay? So if that's interesting to you, please email me, say, yes, I want to be in that meeting. I'll send you some more information um, and we'll go from there. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.